Hey, welcome to Living Ardently. I'm your host, Adrian Garaldi, and today we are going to be talking about something that I will never, absolutely never stop talking about, and that is vulnerability. I think it's one of the most powerful things to aid in any kind of friendship and just in the basic power of loving. Vulnerability is absolutely essential in our day-to-day lives, and I have a lot to say. And even in this podcast, I probably won't say it all. So let's get into it. So before we start, I wanted to share some cool news that we'll be having. Like I said, we're going to be having guests soon on the show. And this week, I have two friends coming into town to help me with some retreats. So we're going to record a couple of podcasts with them. One of them is a ex-missionary for NET for like four or five years, I believe. And one is currently a focused missionary as of this year. So we're going to get to meet them later this couple weeks. But until then, that's what you have to look forward to. I also have been getting a lot of good feedback from you guys on social media. You guys have been complimenting the things that we're talking about, liking the topics and what I say. So I really appreciate the feedback. Like I said, if you have time, please leave a review on Apple Podcast and leave a rating and continue to give me some feedback. If if you think that I'm doing something wrong or I could say something more, please, please, please just go on our Instagram account at Living Ardently or to my Instagram account, it's only Adrian, and send me a direct message about how you feel. I'm open to anything and everything. This is just the beginning of something I hope that will last a while. So I'm always open to improvements. Enough of the announcements. Let's get straight into this because there's so much to talk about when it comes to vulnerability. And I'm a big, big uh, advocate for vulnerability. It's a, I think it's super necessary for good relationships between friends, family, significant others. And I think without it, you're really not giving your full heart to the people that you love. The way I do ministry, I try to do ministry, is always to be trying to be vulnerable and, and transparent to the people I'm around, my teens, my friends, just in general, that's just an entire way of ministry. Like I said, I think relational ministry and vulnerability actually work hand in hand together, actually. So when it comes to relational ministry, you can't really become personal, uh, rela- relational with somebody unless you give them your heart or show them a little parts of the things that you're struggling with and that they do the same thing, right? So, yeah. But before we get into all of that, let's go ahead and define vulnerability. According to the Merriam-Webster Dictionary, to be vulnerable is capable of being physically or emotionally wounded. The Latin word that it derived from is actually vulnus, which is wound, which also led to the verb vulnere, which is to wound, right? And so vulnerable comes into the point of being capable of physically or emotionally wounded, right? And so when we look at this word, um, in this state, people like to see it as something as a weakness or something that makes you lesser than what you are. I mean, Christ enters our world, our earth, in the two most vulnerable ways. One in the form of a baby who is defenseless, who can't do anything for himself, who re- and then uh, the other as the Eucharist, the form of the host. Now, again, as Catholics, we believe that Christ is truly present, body, soul, and divinity in the Eucharist, both of which 
puts him in a position where he needs to rely on someone else to take care of him, to watch over him. That's being vulnerable, right? And I think it's a perfect example of Christ leading us in a way to also be vulnerable with others, you know, to rely on others as well. We were made for communion, like I said, that we discussed this before. So most of you may already know C.S. Lewis, but for those who are not familiar with who C.S. Lewis is, he's best known for his work with the Lion, Witch, the Wardrobe, the Narnia series. He was actually the author of those books. And he also wrote many different other Christian books, like Mere Christianity, Problem of Pain, The Screwtape Letters, all of which are amazing books you should read. But one book that I will be referencing in this podcast is The Four Loves. In college, us theology majors had to take an apologetics course, and there's one that was offered that was solely on C.S. Lewis. And it was amazing. It was offered by one of my favorite professors, Dr. Michael Dauphiné. And that class was awesome. It was hard as heck, especially the final, because on the final, there was like 10 quotes from all the source materials that we had, all the books that we read of C.S. Lewis, even the handouts, 10 quotes from any of those. We had to tell them the author of the book, what book it was, the direct context of the quote, and then the overall context of the quote. And that was the most stressful exam I probably ever took at Ave. And I remember there was a girl who actually left the exam crying uh, because I was sitting by the door. And I remember hearing the door shut and hearing her cry. And I was like, oh, girl, same, girl, same. So for those of you who who took that class with me and are listening, it's okay. It's over now. (laughs) We can actually enjoy C.S. Lewis outside of being worried about exams. So. And C.S. Lewis is somebody that, you know, I enjoy reading a lot. And I'm not a reader. Let me get that straight. I'm not, I'm not a reader at first. Uh, you know, I had to learn to love to read. So for those of you who are not readers now, there's hope for you. There is. <laughs> so one of my favorite books, like I said, from that class was The Four Loves. I'm currently rereading it right now. And in his book, Four Loves, He says this quote about vulnerability, and I will read it in just a second, but I think it's one of the most truest statements I've ever heard in my life, and I use this in my ministry. I quote this all the time with my teens. You can ask my teens if I say to love at all, and they will say is to be vulnerable. They know this quote, at least that part of the quote, very well because I say it so often. So I'm going to read this quote to you. It is uh, towards the end of the book. Give me a second here. There is no safe investment. To love at all is to be vulnerable. Love anything and your heart will certainly be wrong and possibly broken. If you want to make sure of keeping it intact, you must give your heart to no one, not even to an animal. Wrap it up carefully, round with hobbies and little luxuries. Avoid all entanglements. Lock it up safe in a casket or coffin of your selfishness. But in that casket, safe, dark, motionless, airless, it will change. It will not be broken. It will become unbreakable, impenetrable, and irredeemable. 
Again, to love at all is to be vulnerable. I love it because it's so true. A lot of us, when we're afraid to give our heart to people, we like to mask it around service or things that we do, hobbies that we like to uh, you know, be in. And we just refrain from giving our heart to anyone. And then our hearts become so, so hard. And that's not what we were made to do, right? We were made to love. We were made to give our hearts to people. I mentioned this so much and I talk to my teens so much about it because I feel like everyone at some point of their life has had trouble with vulnerability. Some of you might be even dealing with it now. And men especially because the world likes to show that vulnerability is a sign of weakness. It's a weak thing to do. It's only men, only women that can be vulnerable. And that's just so untrue. It's as well as crying or showing your pain or suffering, physical or emotional, like whatever the case may be. When you show these things, when you're vulnerable, you are just weak. And that's just such a lie. Such a lie. And that's a whole podcast topic in itself. But it, again, is the most untrue thing in this world. You know, when you become friends with people, our friendships don't become solidified until we have those moments of vulnerability. Until you share each other's, you know, Yo, this is what I'm struggling with, you know. Actually, this is the history behind this. This is why, you know, don't like being called this or I don't like going to this place, you know. When you share these moments is when these people get to know your heart a little bit more and are able to love you a little bit better. When you're able to tell your friend, you know, what you're hurting through right now and what you need to advice in and like what you're struggling with, like those, those are the friendships that become the strongest because you can rely on these people to one, keep this a secret between you two and, and, and two, to be able to help them in a better way after understanding what's on their heart and what they're struggling with, Right. Now, being vulnerable is no easy fate. Let me say that right now. Usually, it's a it's a very nerve-wracking thing to do because when you first share something very strong with somebody so deep, something that's so close to your heart, it, it, you're afraid to be wounded. I mean, that's what vulnerability is. It's like the you open yourself to being harmed emotionally or physically. It doesn't matter. You, you, you leave yourself open for that. And that's why it's so nerve-wracking. You're afraid that you'll get rejected in some way, shape, or form, or they won't receive it well, or you know, they'll backstab you, whatever the case may be. It's just it's a very scary thing to do at times. Especially when you're not used to it. It takes a lot to be vulnerable. It really does. And I know that's why a lot of people refrain from it. There could be other reasons why, but I feel like that's probably the biggest. When I think about my f- best moments with my friends, I don't think about those times where we're out dancing at a party or we're, you know, playing games or anything like that. Those moments do come up, but the moments that really mean the most to me are the moments where we share each other's hearts, where it's just the intimate, whether it's one-on-one or a group of a small group of us just kind of sharing each other's hearts. Those moments of vulnerability for me carry so much more weight than anything else. And, you know, moments like that, I believe, are what makes friendships so strong. 
and change them into something that they weren't before. Brings it to another level, another sense of trust, another sense of love that is not possible without vulnerability. Being vulnerable with people that I love and care about is something that is just so natural for me to do. It's like if I care about you in any shorter way, if just a friend, um, a close friend of mine, know that I'm going to trust you with all my heart and my vul- and I'm going to give you my vulnerability in hopes that maybe that you will trust me the same way too, you know? And to be honest, I never really was too afraid of being vulnerable. I actually, at, at some point in my life, was too vulnerable with too many people, and it kind of became a problem. I used to share my heart with too many people, the people that don't deserve to hear all of my struggles, but I would just share it just to hopefully, you know, gain trust in others, but it was just a toxic way of doing it. So there's, there's a prudent way of being vulnerable. You don't have to share your heart with every single person, even if you don't know them. You have to share that with the people that you know are going to want to receive your heart and to give their heart back, you know? And don't overthink it. If it's a good friend who cares about you, you know that. Don't second guess that. Share your heart with them. But if it's just a person you just met, I would refrain from doing sharing hard things first or being vulnerable so fast. Take time. Get to know them more before you get to that point. You don't just go all in at the first bet, you know? So just be, be prudent with it. And for any of you who are afraid to be vulnerable, please listen to me when I say, don't put your heart in that casket, like C.S. Lewis said. You don't want your heart to be impenetrable. You don't want your heart to be irredeemable. Open it to anybody that you know loves you. And sometimes it's hard. It's hard. Again, like I know, I understand. But there's so many people who love you, and I know there's at least one person in this world who cares about you and would die for you. Every single person has that one person. They most likely have millions of people like that in their lives, and they don't even know it. You probably don't even understand. And if that's who you are, if that's who you think, like, if you have struggled with vulnerability and are afraid of that because you don't think there's anybody who's out there who cares about you, trust me. There's many people who are out there in your world, in your life, that probably care about you, and you just don't see it. Just don't put your heart in that casket. Please, please, please. Christophanic is a Catholic speaker that speaks around all these different conferences all over the world. Um, and he spoke at my first Steubenville conference back in 2012. And he said one of these things. Your head is like a bad neighborhood. Don't go in it alone. You don't go into your head trying to figure your situations by yourself. Go talk to somebody. Be vulnerable with somebody. Ask for advice. And they're going to help you through it. Hopefully, if anything, they're at least going to be able to pray for you. Not everybody's uh, good at giving advice. So there's some people who can just offer their comfort, their support, and their prayers. And sometimes that's all you need to hear. You know, we are built for one another. Let people in. Let people in. It's not, like I said before, we're married for communion. We're not, you know this. I don't have to keep telling you this every week, you know. Share your heart. Be there for one another. I mean, that's the whole goal, is to get each other to heaven, right? Men, do not let anyone tell you that being vulnerable is a sign of weakness or anything like that. That is garbage. You know, me and my closest brothers, my closest friends that are men, you know, grow closer to one another in those moments of like, yo, bro, I am, I, I need your help. I need your advice because right now I'm struggling to this. 
and I need your help, please at least pray for me. What what can you help for me? And we go closer in those moments because I let them know what how I need to be loved in those moments, and they're able to love me in a way. It doesn't have to be like in a way that women are there for each other, but men, you we can be there for each other too. We can love each other as well. It's not a weak thing to do, and I don't understand why that's such a toxic thing to think about. Uh, that men think about. It's just such a toxic thing. And obviously, whenever I'm able to help my brothers in these little moments, I feel a lot closer to them, and they feel a lot closer to me, and they trust me more, and I trust them more. And it's just a beautiful thing. And you can never have enough, too many people to trust, right? And the best thing about it is that we get to help each other be better men, better husbands, better boyfriends, better just better men in general, men of Christ, when you're able to feed off of each other and be vulnerable with one another to kind of help each other um, understand where the other is struggling with. So be vulnerable, man. Be vulnerable. If you want to love, if you want to, you want to be able to be a better person, you got to love and to love, again, is to be vulnerable, right? Ladies, your trust may have been broken at some point in your life, but please don't let that take away from anyone who genuinely loves you. They deserve your heart and your trust. They deserve your vulnerability. You know, growing up, I, I was friends with a lot of females, just always, always, for whatever reason, had females for friends. And too many times have I seen women get their heart breaking or their trust broken by some other person, and then they be afraid to trust anyone else after that. And it's sad to see that happen because, like I said, we are not perfect people. Some people make mistakes, but us others who genuinely love and care about you shouldn't have to see the repercussions of that. And I understand it's easier said than done, and I I know, I know, trust me. But take that leap of faith, right? Continuously trust in Christ and what He wants you to do. And I promise he's probably going to lead you the same direction, right? Be open to this person. Let this person love you the way that he want, he or she wants to love you. Don't casket your heart, ladies. Please don't. Just because of one mistake somebody else made in their past. Like I said, I've seen too many ladies push friends away because they're too afraid to get attached to a person and it just breaks my heart. We absolutely need vulnerability to love each other in the best way that we can and i cannot i cannot stop saying that when we are vulnerable we can have a better understanding for each other's weaknesses things that make you happy your history and with all that information we can better understand how to love one another and how to be there for each individual We all desire and need to be loved in unique ways. And by being vulnerable with one another, we can come to truly understand that. Currently, I have two of my closest friends here in Central Florida who I'm glad to be able to call my sisters in Christ, my best friends, Lauren and Tanya, who I'm able to go to for anything and just be vulnerable. I can just call up or go to their house and just kind of spew information or they vice versa with me. And just kind of give us each other, give each other hearts. You know, see, like we are three individuals that need to be loved differently. But because we're able to be vulnerable with one another, we're able to see what best ways we can love one another. 
And that's what I think has sparked this great friendship amongst us, us three, is that vulnerability. Again, it's not easy for all of us to get to be vulnerable, but we all understand what it need, what, how we can love each other because we have given those moments of vulnerability. We have opened up to those moments of vulnerability with one another, and you just you need to take that one opportunity with your friends, whoever that is, you know, and 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 be able to love them, to be able to love them the way that you best can. And that's the whole goal, right? Is to love each other. I mean, that's the two, one of the two greatest commandments Christ gave to us is one, to love God with all your heart, your, all your mind, all your soul. And two, is to love your neighbors as yourself. So love yourselves, love each other. That's the biggest, that's the thing. I was like, it can be scary vulnerability. Again, like I said, I will say this forever. I know I understand that. But if you if you are struggling with that, I want you to pray with that quote that from C.S. Lewis. If you just put "to love it all is to be vulnerable," C.S. Lewis on Google, you can find the whole quote. If you want to get the book Four Loves and read it, it's towards the end in the last chapter, Charity. But like I said, I can talk about vulnerability all day, and this is probably one going to be one of the longer podcasts that we release. And you know, I can still go forever about this topic because I think, like I said vulnerability is something that is so essential to be able to love each other in the best possible way ever and i know i probably sound like a broken record at this point but i i'm sorry if i do actually no i'm not sorry because i need to get it in your head to love at all is to be vulnerable love each other be vulnerable with one another it's so essential it's so necessary and i don't care if i repeat myself so many times today because we need to hear it i need to hear it sometimes still because there's still that temptation to just keep it to myself but no 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 share go to your best friend find that person you can trust you know you have that one person you probably have several and that's fine that's beautiful that's amazing if you do and if you just have one that's great there's no problem with that either jesus had 12 he didn't have many he didn't have millions all you need is one all you need is one Take that opportunity. If you're afraid to be vulnerable, pray with that quote. Take that leap of faith. And like I said, as I always am, I'm praying for you if you're listening to this. Even if you're not, I'm praying for you. (laughs) Again, I hope to bring in the guests that we can elaborate on this more in the future or we'll take another twist on this and go from there. But we'll see. We'll see in the future. It's a... this podcast is young we have a lot to talk about so i'll be praying for you all whether you're listening or not i'm always praying for you please continue to listen if you like what you heard today if you have any questions about anything or whatever the case may be you can send any comments or reflections that you may have or questions that you may have to our email living ardently at outlook.com or you can follow the instagram page of living ardently at living ardently and send us a direct message that way you can also send it to me personally uh, it's only adrian and you can send me a dm there whatever the case may be so if you're listening to apple Podcasts, please leave a review if you have, don't have enough time please at least rate the podcast if you're on google Spotify, whatever the case may be, please make sure to subscribe at least. And you'll see every Monday when we put out a podcast. 
this podcast is coming a little bit late. Uh, for those of you listening to this and later in the future, you won't understand that, won't notice that. But I'd like to try to put the Monday podcast up in the morning. But these past two weeks have been hard and busy, so I've been putting them out later on the day. So bear with me. I understand that most of you don't care, <laughs> but I just thought I put it out there because I care. <laughs> Anyway, thank you for listening. Again, you can follow us on social media. Follow me on social media um, at Living Ardently and at It's Only Adrian. Whatever your case may be, if you want to follow us, you're more than welcome to. If not, then it's all right. You're lost. And until next week when we have a special guest, keep living ardently. And don't forget, be vulnerable. Go love somebody. Go love each other. All right. Take care. Bye.